ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is not a drill. Yes, it is me. He is I and I am him. I am Derek and welcome back to you and to me to the I Say Stuff podcast, uh, episode number 13. It's been three months. I actually just checked. April 18th was the last time that I recorded um and i'll get into all that as to where i've been and what i've been doing and why i've done what i've done but um here we are recording on a saturday morning in the early saturday morning right before 10 a.m eastern standard time um on a day that some may consider a holiday uh they say it's um has something to do with independence uh i don't see it that way and today is just another saturday for me now i will say though that on this just another saturday i am going to grill today and that's going to be exciting going to have a few people over i'm going to be cooking on two grills at once i've never done that before so pray for me uh it'll be fun though um having some people over and grilling since this quarantine is driving everyone crazy uh but it's starting to open up a little bit unless you live in florida stupid florida florida being all stupid again um but yeah here i am welcome back welcome back to the podcast and i wanted to start um yeah let me i'll stop by just saying what i where i've been and and what I've been doing. So basically what I've been doing is absolutely nothing um, in regards to the podcast. I just, uh, for a while, I didn't really feel inspired enough, believe it or not, for the past three months. Things have been weird, um, as you know, with, with quarantine and everybody's been quarantining and so have I. Um, and it's it's I'm not sick. I'm not, I, I haven't tested positive. I haven't you know, I'm totally fine. Um, I would even say even my mental health isn't isn't awful. You know, we're doing good. Um, I just hadn't I just hadn't felt it. Even when I thought I did, and I thought I was going to come back and make an episode, maybe a couple of months ago, I just still wasn't feeling it, and it still wasn't right. And then the world started going to absolute shit. Just every everything was just dying. I'm not going to recap on. Everybody has had their opinion on uh the george floyd situation and the brianna taylor and and all the others uh recently who have who have passed in the the worst ways possible and in the most incorrect ways possible um everybody's had those opinions i'm not going to recap them and open old wounds um just here to move on and try to get back into some swing of some some swing of things some sense of normalcy i can't also i can't promise that i'll be back next saturday or on tuesday i don't know i but i was inspired enough to to get this episode out so maybe we can we restart the run we can call this up we can call this season two um i guess yeah let's call it season two Actually, no, let's not do that. Just We'll just keep the episodes going. No seasons. Just just one continuous block. No one else does that, so what the fuck am I doing? Um, anyway, 
want to start off. I, I had something planned um, to talk about. But then I literally maybe a couple of hours ago, I was uh, looking at some news and some video game news. I, and I know not everybody is a video gamer who listens to this podcast, but this one's important because it also kind of is a reflection of how the world is right now. Um, so a game recently released um, exclusive to the PlayStation 4. Um, and if you're a gamer, you should already know what I'm talking about. It's The Last of Us Part 2. Um, if you're not familiar with The Last of Us, the, the first one which came out a few years back, um, it's a post-apocalyptic... I don't want to say zombie, but it's, I guess it's zombie. It's a zombie-like game. Um, basically, an infection um, hit hit humans, basically, which turned them into pretty much the undead. And the story is you have a, um, a, a gentleman, uh, Joel, and a little 14-year-old girl. Her name is Ellie. And they are going across the country because there's a group, a radical group, called the Fireflies, who believe that Ellie is the cure for this infection because she was bitten by one of these infected but didn't turn. She is basically immune. So they believe that she was immune. And so the story was to take her to from all across the countries. So they started in Boston. Big up to Boston. Yeah. Um, and the goal was to go to... The West Coast. I think it was Seattle. I think. Um, where they would do that. I'm not going to go into the story details too much. But basically. Um, in the second one. There's there's obviously a second one. Um, when the trailer. one of the There's a particular trailer. That came out for this game. Um, so. Remember in the first game. I said that she was 14. This had, takes place I believe 5 or 6 years. After the events of the first game which makes Ellie 18 or 19 that's important for what's a, what I'm about to talk about in I believe it was the second or the third trailer that came out for the game before the game ever came out um, there was a particular scene where Ellie engaged in a very pretty passionate kiss with another girl and you should have seen the outrage from people who were basically saying, oh, they're forcing, they're forcing the narratives, they're forcing lesbians, oh, they're forcing LGBT in the game. And, and, and people were genuinely angry. I will say this. If you've played the first game and the first game uh, had some DLC downloadable content um, of a mission with her and her best friend. This is when they were 14. Um, and this was before she was bitten. Um, or before she was bit. I don't know if I said that right. Whatever. English is not my strong suit. Um, there was a scene with her best friend girl. And there was some hints of it. Now obviously. If there was a 14 year old making out. With another 14 year old girl. In that game. I even would have been upset. Um, but that's not the case. But there was definitely subtle hints of it. There was hints of that, you know, maybe she might, you know, prefer the company of women. And that's fine. Um, so this outrage 
was weird. It was it, it didn't make sense that people were saying that it was being forced. It wasn't being forced because again, this was here. It was it was there was evidence of this possibly happening. Um so people before the game even came out kind of made up their mind that they were going to hate the game. Then something else happened. Something much actually bigger happened. Uh, maybe a month or three weeks before The Last of Us Part Two came out, somehow the plot leaked. The script leaked and everything that happened in the game leaked. Now, I'm not going to... For those who may play it or know somebody who wants to play it, I'm not going to spoil it, but something major happens. Um, and I'm, I don't even want to say what that major thing is, but something major happens to the point where I was reading this morning that the voice actress who plays one of the characters who's involved in this major thing happening has been receiving death threats and that's obviously insane but it's also telling how um how people and their if they can't have what they've always had they go nuts it's it's happening it's pretty much happening in everything nowadays. Um, people going off on a vo- on a voice actress is 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 insane. Um, if you if you can't separate reality from the game to the point where you think you need to speak up and 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 be this way, you shouldn't be playing a game. You need mental health help. You need to go book an appointment immediately and see what the fuck is wrong with your brain that makes you think that this is okay it happens in every and it happens in all type of media you know you'll see a lot of people complaining you know with tv shows with movies with books people not being able to separate you know you know if their favorite person is is, or something changes or something some big hap something big happens the way it did in the last of us part two um, people can't separate and they can't handle it. You shouldn't be playing games. You should, you should, you need help. Go get help. That's better. It's better for everyone. And it shouldn't result in, in death, in death threats. Um, what's, what's funny is that, like I said, it was happening in everything. You see recently how a lot of places are walking back on Confederate flags. Um, and look at all the racist people come out. They're erasing my history. No. Shut up. No one's erasing anything. But that's definitely a symbol and has always been a symbol for 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 racism. Absolutely. Um, And they want to call this Saturday Independence Day. I've been black my whole life. I haven't seen an Independence Day yet unless we want to talk about Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Excuse me. That's. That's more of an Independence Day than whatever this thing is today. Like I said, today is just Saturday to me where where I'm going to cook out. But it's just Saturday. Um, but, yeah, you see how people react 
to to the racist stuff that they should be taking away. Um, now, having said that, though, um, and that's pretty much all I'm going to say on The Last of Us 2, because I don't want to get too deep into it, because I haven't finished the game myself. I have it, but I haven't finished it. Um, I haven't seen how it ended. If it ends in some weird way, where maybe all of this, well, death threats aren't justified, but if people are angry about the game in any way, without threatening to kill people, then then I'll come back and let you know. But so far, I'm enjoying it. Um, and so far, I understand that it's a video game and not real life. And the creators can create any story they want to because it's their game. And I just have to play it because my mental health is fine. See, um, But um, I had noticed recently with the with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, and I love it, and I'm glad that it's happening, and I will say, even though I said I wasn't going to go back to um, opinions that happened like when I wasn't potting, I will say that um, I have no problem with the looting. I, I honestly don't, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. I feel like in order to make an omelet, you have to crack some eggs. You can try to, you know, if you want to make an omelet, you can peacefully talk to the egg and maybe hopefully the egg will just crack itself and open and then you can make your omelet. But sometimes actions speak way louder than just words, especially peaceful words. We've done the peaceful thing. Now now it's time to get a little bit silly. So I don't mind the looting in the um, riots and stuff like that, if you even want to call them riots. Um I feel like are a necessary evil. If you don't like it, you can you can stop listening to this podcast now. I I don't care if you disagree with me. I honestly I honestly don't. Um, it sucks that people have lost their businesses and lost money and stuff like that. But I feel like it's a necessary evil, and I'm and I'm sorry that happened to your business. But I it's hard for me to say because I don't own a business myself. But if I was in that situation, I'd understand it. I I really would. Um, even if it was my livelihood, I think I'd understand it. I think it's, it's great to say that now when it's not happening to me, but I'd like to think that I would understand it would suck initially, but I'd understand it. Um, but having said that with the whole black lives, um, matter thing, what I, what I was noticing is that there was a lot of things changing. So, uh, Aunt Jemima, um, they're going to change the name and I, of theirs because it goes back to and has some racist history, and that's fine. Same thing with Uncle Ben's. I, I guess that's fine. But then other things started happening um, where black voice actors um, was, was suddenly, or um, not black voice actors, nah, not black voice actors, but black characters, animated characters, voiced by white people, that's what I meant to say, I don't know why I had so much trouble there, were stepping down all of a sudden. And one of the big big ones that I've known here is um, from the Cleveland show. Um, uh, voice actor Mike Henry is a white man who does the voice for... Cleveland Brown 
for the Cleveland show, the main character um, of the show. And let me tell you, I think that he d- has done a great job from the Cleveland show and from Family Guy, which is where he originated. Fantastic voice actor, did a good job, but he felt like he should step down and not portray a black voice anymore. This, to me, I respect Mike Henry and his decision, but that's silly. Because unless you're saying that you're doing it to try to give a black voice actor a job, I I guess, but even still, that's, that's not... That I don't think is necessary. The Aunt Jemima and the and the Uncle Ben's and the other things that they're trying to change the name of make total sense. Um, this isn't one of them. I, and I don't think that unless you were doing a caricature or a parody of a black person, which I don't think he was doing. Um, if you're doing that, then, yeah, I understand. But he was just voicing a character. And now Cleveland Brown's not going to sound like Cleveland Brown anymore. And I think that's just, I think all of that's just kind of unnecessary. And I've noticed that there's some, there's some other like voice actors doing the same thing. Um, And it's, it, that's, that's just not necessary. Um, The, the Washington Redskins of the NFL are finally, um, being pressured, the owner Dan Snyder is finally being pressured to change that name because that name clearly makes that's that's clearly racist. You know, a red skin. Imagine calling someone a red skin or a yellow skin or a brown skin. That sounds wrong. Um, those changes make so much more sense than stepping down because a person of color should voice act. A person of color. No, it's it's an animated character. I if you couldn't do that all around with everything animated. If you took um, anime, um, Japanese animation, and said that everybody who, you know, all the voice actors should you know portray someone Asian or whatever they are, that's weird. No, that that's that's weird and unnecessary. Um, if anybody remembers Samurai Jack. Um, Samurai Jack was, first of all, a a fantastic show. Um, but the actor, so Samurai Jack is a, basically a white samurai. And he's voiced by one of the great voice actors ever, Phil Lamar, who is a black guy. Um, if you don't know who Phil, Phil Lamar is, if you know Futurama, he plays Hermes. On Futurama, um, he used to be on. He used to do Mad TV, if I'm, if I remember that correct. Um, should he step down and have a white guy do that? I would say no. I like it's. He's the voice. It's a voice. It's it's nothing else. James Avery used to play the voice. Rest in peace, James Avery. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real. First things first. Um. James Avery was the voice of Shredder in the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. He shouldn't have had to ever step down from that because he wasn't white or whatever it was. Shredder was technically in in uh, the cartoons. 
their voice acting and no one's playing a caricature of the the character they're not making mockery of it they're not you know it's not a parody it's just voice acting um and so that that there's just no reason for that level of change like i said i like some of the changes that are happening and and a lot and there are a lot of changes going on and i feel like a lot of uh industries are in fact are affected by it and it's positive change and i'm all for it but some of this is just change for no true reason and this is one of them i i don't really need to hear another voice play cleveland brown i i just don't but we're, i guess that's gonna happen and uh and it kind of sucks kind of sucks um i could go on and on but i can't because i'm still remember this this day this regular everyday saturday um, I am preparing for a cookout, so I am grilling and I have all the meats and I'm getting ready for all the meats and uh, sorting everything. So I won't spend too much more time on on anything else there. But I do have time for Am I the Asshole? I didn't forget that. I, I do remember that I used to do that way back in the old days of this podcast, you know, three months ago when when I was... Uh, doing this on a regular basis so i definitely do remember doing am i the asshole and i'm only doing one no i don't owe anybody two or multiple because i've missed three months you're getting one because i have to uh have to cook on this regular saturday so let's get right to it um the title of this post is am i the asshole for not accepting the apology my childhood bully gave me i have some thoughts here i will get on some personal thoughts on here too but i'm gonna i'm gonna read this out and it reads as follows so i male 27 years old lived in a smallish town for most of my childhood and teen years and the people you go to school with in kindergarten are pretty much the same people you spend the next 13 or 14 years with at school well one of the kids i went to school with that entire time bullied me both socially and physically to the point he actually put me in the hospital once and generally made my life hell every chance he got after i graduated i left town and hadn't gone back in some time recently i went back to spend some time with a lifelong friend since things there had opened back up due to uh covid and while we were at a bar we ran into him he recognized me and approached me and after talking for a bit he apologized for how he bullied me and i rejected it flat out telling him he made my life hell for 14 years an apology in a bar just doesn't cut it everyone was then mad at me for not accepting it since he's well liked around town and is seen as a nice guy i will admit he wasn't rude and seemed like he really meant it but i just can't get past everything he did to me am i the asshole for rejecting his apology so the consensus in the comments is not the asshole and technically that's right but my vote would be no assholes here because one of the things that i don't understand um uh let's see he said he recognized me and approached me and after talking for a bit he apologized for how he bullied me and i flat out this is the part i want to highlight i rejected it flat out telling him he made my life a hell for 14 years an apology in a bar just doesn't cut it. My question is, 
where would the apology cut it? Would he have had to apologize in a church? Would or the White House? Would he have had to apologize at a football game? What if it was the hospital? What if he was on his deathbed? What if I don't understand that it just doesn't cut it in a bar? Should he have recorded a video on YouTube and posted it on YouTube or Twitter? Should he have done the social media apology? I don't understand what um, that means. It, it, it says actions. I've said it just not too long ago. Actions, actions speak loud in words. I mean, what action would have sufficed here? Should he have paid him? What should he have? I don't I don't understand. I listen. He's right. He's not obligated to accept an apology. Not at all. But the grounds as to which the apology, I don't, I don't understand what he should have done. If, if somebody, I, I, it's not like this was premeditated. Um, he just happened to meet him at a bar and you could say, oh, if he was truly sorry, he could have reached out, could have reached out from the beginning, you know, or like if he was truly sorry, well. He could have recently been a, like realized how shitty he was. I don't know. Um, to say that uh, in a book, I don't. I don't understand that. I I don't understand how you can s- tell someone where an apology would suffice or when. It, is it is it this guy is never going to forgive him? Because it's not in the right venue. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Like maybe does he need to be sworn in at a court? Uh, I don't know. Um, don't get me wrong. As a, I have, when at least when I was in elementary school, I was thoroughly bullied, um, and it was it was rough. I not to the point where, again, where my mental health was messed up to the point where I don't know the difference between reality in a video game story not not that bad but um some of it was physical and but none of it was like traumatizing so if i ever saw that guy um the main guy um who did that i'm pretty sure i'd be okay like if he apologized and it didn't even have to be a bar it could be like at like a bus stop i would forgive now granted he didn't put me in the hospital but you know that's the past i can live with that um and you it it just it just rubs me the wrong way a couple people in the comments were saying that like uh he wants to just apologize in the bar for him maybe i still don't see anything wrong with that either because if and you can definitely be truly sorry and still do something as an apology you can still be sorry and still want to mainly do it for yourself it's like a 12-step thing you know you you want to get that off your chest you want that to be you know you want that pain and that weight to be alleviated um so no i i i like i said it it almost sounds like i'm siding with the bully but i'm not i it's I can see where the bully wants to make amends. Um, And I don't know. I, it just seems like just because it was in a bar, 
it suddenly changes the apology. I, like I said, I just wonder where could what would if would have been better if he apologized at his house, at your house, at someone's house. I I don't understand the the an apology in a bar just doesn't cut it part because it's like I want to know where you wanted where would it cut <laughs> what would cut it where would that apology be accepted and and I just I don't understand I don't understand that part but I, I do bullying sucks um, in a way a lot of people are still going through that now um, it's just in a different way with the way the world is right now, um, you, you see uh, people who can't separate reality from fiction in a game trying to bully and threaten a voice actor for the game, a voice actor for the game. Yeah, I'm going to I can't get that out of my head because it's just it's insane that you feel like that's OK. And if you feel like that's okay, if you feel like, you know, threatening a, a voice actor for a game of all things um, is correct, then, yeah, you need help. And I don't feel sorry. I No, I do feel sorry for you. I feel sorry that your brain is that fucked up that you think that that's okay. So go get help. It's um, It's more important now than ever. And even if you don't feel that way and you don't feel like uh, death-threatening a voice actor, still, you know, just make keep your mental health in tip-top. Keep it in the tip-top because it it's probably more important. It can be as important or more important than actual physical health. Um, but, yeah, and I am good on both ends. I am well, I'm pretty good physically. I'm okay. I'm under 300 pounds now. It's more consistent now. I feel a little bit better, um, but my mental health, oh, it's it's great. It's great. I'm going to celebrate it by uh, getting drunk on this day, on this regular everyday Saturday, just a normal Saturday, no special holiday or nothing on this day. It's just Saturday, um, and that's it. That's all I got. Um, once again, thank you. Welcome back. Um, like I said, I can't promise either when the next episode's going to be. I don't know when that's going to be. Um, I will try my absolute best to be more consistent because I know a couple of people who've been asking. So, um, yeah, that's it. This is me. This is Derek. He is I and I am him. And you have been listening to another outstanding episode of the I Say Stuff podcast. And I will hopefully... See you guys soon. Take care.